and we are rolling. Thank you for listening. My name is Tom, and you are listening to Abroad Madness. But yeah, you were saying a lot more. Okay, I had a good good culture shock. Uh huh. It's like uni clubs and oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it was so much fun. I tried joining as many as I could, but like I didn't have. We don't have that kind of culture in Sydney, but like clubs are kind of like a social thing. Uh-huh. It's more like just. Do it. Oh, I can't say for that much because I didn't join any. It's more like they had events, like one-off events. Mm-hmm. So it's like they have a ball at the end of the year. I'm uh, talking about Australia, by the way. Yeah. And my uni. Uh-huh. Like they have like barbecues. Like it's just one-time events. Uh-huh. But I have like clubs in there. It's like every week, right? Mm-hmm. Or you have like circles, which is like it's more. And it was just more a loose. lot more fun. It's more, yeah. But it's more like structured, and it's it's like yeah, it's got stuff to do. I mean, it's basically a social place, like it's a place yeah. where you meet new people, meet people who are who have like the same hobbies or like want to do the same things as as you. Mm. I mean, definitely, I definitely got through, got to know more people through like circles and clubs. I didn't join yeah. that much, but it was definitely fun. Oh, really? Which ones did you join? I joined a Japanese traditional <laughs> music instrument club. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? Which instrument did you play? I played the shakuhachi, which is the flute, and I mm. sometimes dabble in the the koto. The I don't know what the koto is. What? No, no, no. That's the shamisen, like kind of like a Japanese oh, this guitar. This one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one where you use your finger and you sit into like a like you basically kneel, and you oh, basically kneel, and then cool. you just like do like this. Uh, because there's this one thing where I love to do. It's just like, like kind of like that. It sounds weird <laughs> on audio, but. I just really like doing that, and sometimes I would just like show me again, show me again, show it again, and I I just like <laughs> pester people to do it. But I I learned to drink more, I guess from there. Like I because like the people of there were yeah by choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, because okay. everyone's just so chill, and then everyone's like yeah. I don't know why. Like a lot of like my my batch in my club. They were like so chill, and then they were so into Japanese sake. Like they were not like into drinking so much. They were just like, "This is a good one," and they were like, "You know." Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like they're not like just drinking they're for like connoisseurs or like yeah. looking for the like kind of like foodies but with alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically. They were, they were just like you should buy that one or like oh yeah like they were also like oh like recently we just had this like a uh, Zoom meeting, and they were like oh yeah I recently bought like this. Sake, they didn't have like the the small one. So in the end, what can I do? I just bought the one liter one. I was like, wow, damn. Oh. Yeah. I mean, they're not alcoholics, <laughs> but you know, they drink. Yeah, they appreciate. But you still keep in touch with them? As I said, like this year is just basically a, a, a year of reunion. Like I haven't talked to them for like three years. And then suddenly one day out of the blue, someone was like, let's do a Zoom meeting. And I was like, okay, sure. And then... <laughs> So it went from like two person just suddenly deciding to do this. And then I popped in and everyone just like started going in and there. And it was like, this is so, this is so fun. We haven't talked in so long. And I think Aww. we we did this for, we started from around four. And then we stopped for an hour because we didn't, we ha- we used Zoom. But then because we are not students anymore, we don't have free Zoom. So if you yeah. do, if you do more than three person, you're, gonna, you're limited to 40 minutes. So after we did 40 minutes, we were like, okay, let's wait, wait for the students to come in. Let's wait for the students to come in for this free Zoom. And so <laughs> once he, they got in and we started like just like a lot of people and a lot of people. And so it just felt really nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. that's nice. Yeah, definitely. It's like, 
And I also found out that everyone just lives really close to me. <laughs> like not not really, really close, but then there's just yeah. like a 40 minute drive or like a, an hour drive from my oh, place. Yeah. That's still kind of far. Yeah. No, no. I mean, at least they're all in Niigata. A lot of people are still yeah. in Niigata. So I was actually surprised. But I mean, there was actually one guy who just lives like 10 minutes from my place, like walking distance. Yeah. Wow. So that was really fun. Guys can enjoy drinks yeah. and stuff together in the future. Yeah. yeah, I'll definitely ask him over to just like chill for a while. Yeah. I I miss it when like it's nice when past connections you feel like, oh like that time is over, I'll never meet them again. Yeah. But then you and it's like, oh wow, like it never kind of went away. It's actually just like how we are now. It's yeah, like, basically. Like yeah. I mean it's such a because as you said just now, it's actually quite hard to actually reenact the whole situation because you were in the you were in such a different place. I was I'm also in such a different place right now. But then it's uh, you know we still have a bond and then we can still talk. We can still like you know share a lot of things and what grew from like you know just like a lot of things that we can just share about. So it's definitely so fun and also we could re- reminisce. <laughs> Reminisce about yeah. the past. Reminisce. I mean, isn't that what isn't that what isn't that what like old people do? Just reminisce about the past and be like, oh, <laughs> we used to be so yes. young, so pure, so so gullible. The good old days. <laughs> <laughs> so you came to Japan to, um, I guess, try to fill your Japanese. Like, so did like you know try to Curiosity, improve your Japanese? I yeah. Think. Yeah. So, um, was did you achieve that? I think one thing that I learned was like, there's never, like when learning a language, I kind of always had this idea of like what level I wanted to be. Like, I want to be fluent. I want to be so good at this. Mm-hmm. But realistically, I would probably never have gotten to that level that fast or like during my time of studying it. Mm-hmm. And it made me think of like, what was what was my goal? Or what was my purpose of studying another language? Like, People ask me, why did you study another language? And it's just actually just so I can talk to people like and connect with them. Cause like when you when you talk when I talked with like my friends in Japanese, like my Japanese friends in Japanese, it felt like a lot different to them talking to them in English. Because yeah. it's like you can understand I can understand them now on a whole deeper level. And it just opened up, I guess, yeah. a lot of new conversations and i was like oh very grateful for that experience and that made studying the whole language like worth it Mm, that's such a yeah i feel like that's such a different outtake i mean i definitely do think like that but then it's definitely such a different outtake from i think what a lot of people wanted to study japanese for i mean at the start i wanted to study japanese because i wanted to watch anime without subtitles (laughs) Ah, but then definitely yeah, I definitely do think what you just said was like so true because I mean, I speak four languages. So when I speak with like everyone, I mean, like mm. my Malay is very terrible, but I at least I can still understand some people. And I do when I with Malays, I do listen to them. And when I speak with them in English, they are so they're so different. So this is with uh. Malaysians. This is just with like my own like my own people. But when I speak with Chinese people, they're so much different when they speak in English. And then so when I speak with Japanese people, they're also so different because I get to connect with them on mm-hmm. what language they are so comfortable with. 
And I feel like that's like a, at least for me, I felt like that was like a very Malaysian thing that we were given this opportunity because mm-hmm. in Malaysia, you could, you switch to the language that is most comfortable for the other person. Mm. So whenever I meet someone who speaks English, I'll just like switch into English. Whenever I meet someone who is like more comfortable in Chinese, I'll just switch into Chinese. And so that's it's amazing. like, yeah, I mean, like I, I was, I, I mean, I had trouble studying it. It was terrible. <laughs> It was it was it was like really hell because I had to study three languages, all at once. Oh, true. So it was like, I mean, good thing is like English and Chinese are totally different languages, so I don't get them mixed up. But then from English and Malay, I don't know why I never got them mixed up. But then recently, my because my Japanese is actually better than my Malay. Really? Yeah, it is. And so there, I do something. I do sometimes like do scenarios where I. Try to talk in Malay, and then somehow I ended up in in Japanese because it's so much more. It's I'm much more Is comfortable, it, yeah. much more comfortable uh-huh. using Japanese than I am with Malay. I hopefully none of my, my none of the people from my company listens to this. Uh, they're like, oh shit, we can't send this guy back to Malaysia now. <laughs> Oh, is that why they hired you? No, I don't think so. But I mean, definitely being able to speak. Like, I mean, I can speak it. I can understand it. It's my country's language. I learned it when I was a kid. Yeah. But am I I'm good at sure it? I'm pretty sure most yeah, people there can speak multiple. So it's yeah, not yeah. just, yeah. you don't have to just speak Malay. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I don't have to. I don't have to. But it it definitely helps. It definitely helps. But yeah, yeah like what you said was seriously very, you know, it's very true. And also, I feel like studying a language is it's studying a different culture. Like it's understanding that culture and understanding why sometimes, like you can't. There's no word for that because they don't yeah. use it. And then why there exactly. is a word for that because they it's like a part of their lives, but it's not in English yeah. or it's not in Chinese. Yes, like I love those words where you just can't translate it, and but you can understand like the feeling. Oh yeah, and the nuances. Sometimes when I'm talking to my friends, we'll just use Japanese, like a Japanese word for it, like, and we won't say the English word, but we'll just like continue the conversation in English. Oh, it's like, it's just like a mixture. It's just, you just talk, 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 and then like one yeah. random Japanese word there, and then you just keep talking. Yeah. Yeah. Or like Chinese or something. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> welcome, well. welcome to the world of Mal- like Malaysians. That's what we do, literally. <laughs> We just choose whatever, like the simplest, you know, the one that conveys our feelings the most. That's, and we just use that. Yeah. And then we just mix everything together. So did you go skiing or snowboarding? No, I didn't. I ran out of my like holiday, you know, play money by uh, that. Because it was the last, uh, yeah. like last month, last uh-huh. second last month. Because mm-hmm. I went to Korea as well. So I think that's where the money went. <laughs> Korea? <laughs> Or snowboarding. Korea, oh, Korea. sorry. Yeah. Korea. Because I feel like snowboarding, I could do a lot more easily. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But, definitely. Yeah. Wait, but then wh- why was like snow such a big thing for you? Because this is probably when I'm going to, because I'm condescending. Oh, no, no. Because I've already gotten used to snow that I hate snow right now. But then uh, probably a lot of people who listen to this are like my no, friends from fair. Malaysia. 
And so they were like, yeah. no, it's no, it's beautiful. It's magical. It's like everything you all always wanted to. <laughs> like you want Probably it, if yeah. you're living it though, if you're like living it and you're covered in six meters, what was it like one or two stories of snowfall you guys had last year? Last that year, could- no. There was like one year that we had, like it was up to my waist. So it's like around maybe like a, a meter. Wow. I guess it depends on where you are in Utah. Yeah, definitely. A lot. Yeah. Um, what were you that asked about snow? No, just like, you know, did you get to enjoy the snow that you wanted to enjoy? I did. It was like, I wish there was more. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was more and it lasted longer. I mean, yeah. wait, what was like the snow in Australia? Like, does it snow? Only in my faraway mountain for a very short time. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. But I wanted to see snow in the city, like in ah. like where you live in the suburbs, like you're walking on the street and the snow is falling on your face. Like, you know, a beautiful snowy night. Yeah. You just watch that a lot of, of Christmas movies. Ah, I wanted that because Australia, we never had like a white Christmas. The thing white is Christmas. though, I don't think I've actually ever experienced white Christmas in Japan. But imagine like your Christmas is always summer. It's always hot. And then the rest of the world is like, it's so cold. We're going to bundle up with. <laughs> I mean, I but then the thing is, like in Malaysia, it's always hot too. Like I never believe oh, in yeah, Christmas. True. I never believed in Christmas. I mean, neither do I. But I just like celebrating. I mean, I'm not from a Christian family, so we don't do Christmas thing. But when you're a kid, when you see it on TV, says a lot like like snow, Christmas, all the trees, and people like wishing for presents. Like I was like, oh, it's all fun and good. But then that that was never like a part of my reality because I was like, there's no sure. snow in Malaysia, so Christmas is fake. Christmas is not a thing. And so yeah. Uh-huh. I never, I never believed it. So when I hear people say like, oh yeah, no, I still believe in like Santa Claus. Oh, I, I received presents from my parents. I was like, I was just like, I did not understand. My brain just stopped functioning. I was like, yeah, huh. it sounds kind of strange. Like, why is this old man going around giving kids gifts? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I just like had this thought like, oh, because there's no snow in my country when it's Christmas, it's not a thing. So I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Actually, do you know that Christmas is actually not a holiday in Japan? I know, yeah. It's so sad. Yeah. I don't think Christmas is celebrated for the same reason. I heard it's like like a lover's thing. It's like basically it's just another Valentine's couples. Day. Yeah, it's basically yeah. just another Valentine's Day. It's like a pre-Valentine's Day. <laughs> it is, because like two months later, it's Valentine's Day. Right. I don't know. I always celebrated Christmas with my family. And mm-hmm. my sister would fly back from America every Christmas. So we'd celebrate it and we'd have like a big feast and oh. like cook up spy presents and put up a Christmas tree. Even though we're not religious, some people uh-huh. probably think that's weird. No, but I, I like to get normal. into the spirit. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just like... And- I mean, it's fun. just like another... Yeah, yeah. as you say, it's just like another reason for you to just like hang out with your families, basically. Exactly. Like, I need to gather together, all together once a year. Yeah, it's actually like, don't you find it weird that once you get older, it's so hard to gather with your parents? This is where I should drop like a tear and be like, mom, dad, or something like that. Dedicate this podcast to you. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they hear it. Maybe they, they don't. I don't know. But it, I mean, definitely it's like a thing where because I think like a lot of my friends who stayed in Malaysia, they can, you know, they, they meet their family quite often. It's very easy for them. I mean, not in like COVID right now, 
but it's very easy for them to meet their families. Mm-hmm. They could just like fly like for the weekend, but then some of them obviously don't. But then for yeah. someone who is like abroad, you have to live with the constant reminder that you don't really see your family that often. You can't really see your family that often. And I think like when you're young, you forget that you need to talk to your family very often. Mm-hmm. And, but then you, yeah. So yeah, and I I should probably call my parents <laughs> more. <laughs> Like just talking about this. You've been living like away from your family for quite a while now. Yeah. Has in the beginning was it hard and like did then did it change? It wasn't that hard. I definitely do appreciate that I have the chance to come over to like to another country to study and also to work. But then it's sometimes like when you want someone around and then you don't have like friends around too. The only person you can rely on is really your family. But then what you can only do is only just like call them. Yeah. Sometimes like when you are, I mean like this is also like the same thing when you were also abroad, right? Like you definitely had like some instances where you're like, no one understands me better than my mom. I want my mom. Like, don't you have... Did, did you have that? No? Oh, really? Oh, it's just me. Shit. <laughs> I mean, it's like... I, I had that maybe with my friend, like, back in Australia. Um, like, I feel like I had that temporarily mm. sometimes. Like, no one can understand me feeling like this except for my friends back home. Kind of thing. I don't know why. Mm. No, I mean, it's very normal. Like, people just, like, you know... When you want someone to rely on, think mm-hmm. of like that person. So definitely, I do have like some instances where I definitely wish like I am not abroad. I am like close to my parents, and one of the things mm-hmm. I do feel like I missed out on what my siblings do. Oh. Like I don't. I mean, you, you probably oh because you're the youngest, so you you see them grow, going out, right? Like, yeah. what's it like with you? So you see them going out. Like, do you feel like you you guys grown apart because they went away? Or do you feel like, you know, how, what was that feeling? Okay, maybe from the perspective of when I went away mm-hmm. to Japan, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like we were growing apart. But I feel like the one that's not living in Australia, mm-hmm. I definitely feel like we've grown apart. And we used to be the closest mm-hmm. invited. I think mm-hmm. I would say before she was like the closest in my life. But mm-hmm. I feel like now she's changed. <laughs> like I kind of find it hard to... Because yeah, like, although there is video, maybe this is me making excuses but there's so much going in uh, in each other's lives and we're constantly changing and trying new things i feel like now they're a different person (laughs) no i definitely (laughs) feel you because i left home when i was like 18 so my my siblings are really young like my my youngest was like around 12 at that time so it's it felt so weird every time i went back home they're a different person they already grew up yeah, I was like, you probably still... seeing her as a baby. Yeah, I mean, I still see her as a baby, but then it's like, oh no, you already grew up. Damn, okay. Yeah. That's a thing. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. Because I don't call my siblings as much. I call my parents a lot. So my mom knows what, what I'm doing. You know, me and my mom, we talk a lot. And then she, she says this, like, like, the reason why I call you is because I can give you my experience, <laughs> my knowledge. Like, the reason why I'm calling you so often and then I'm basically passing down what I learned in my life and just giving you all this knowledge. She actually told me like, I should pass this down to my siblings. I'm like, that's such a cringe thing to say. Oh, did the stuff she passed down help you? Oh no, like, yeah, definitely. Like, it's like very, like, just like don't trust people so easily. And then how to manage your finances. Like really, really important stuff. Like it's not like, oh, you should like do this. Like it's not like superstitious or something. It's like really fine. Like how to do your finance, how to do planning. And uh, actual life advice yeah, not yeah. nagging no 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 it's it's, it's not nagging it's, what it's a, yeah what a champ she she definitely oh. gave me like a lot of life advices and then 
recently she's been trying to do that with my brother but then like to no avails like he's been like rejecting it yeah just because it worked on one child doesn't mean it'll work on the other they're different people yeah i think my mom does not understand that because me and my <laughs> sister we're like pretty okay with like what what our moms tell me i when my mom t- tells me something i was like okay okay i'll listen to it and then i'll apply it sometimes not all the time yeah because i'm still my own person yeah like i just like i'm still my own person so i'm not gonna apply what my parents think i'm gonna apply what i think after i filter out what my mom said so yeah but then my brother's like no just no just no i'm gonna live my life the way i want to and then yeah that's that's me (laughs) so like yeah basically you came to japan lived out your dreams of learning how to speak japanese finally got to experience snow which was i think good for you i guess and then so when you went back did you like had like a reverse shock like a reverse culture shock oh i did (laughs) <laughs> yeah. what, what was like the the like one of what what is like one of the few things that stood out the most i think how i felt inside i felt like i, I was free again like i could act just as a lot more easygoing oh um, what, 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 what wait explain explain i don't know i feel like when i was in japan i was putting a lot of pressure on myself to act a certain way or like you know dress a certain way but when i came back i was like I do not care anymore. I'm just gonna, <laughs> you know, can live a comfortable, <laughs> be comfortable again. I think it's definitely like internal. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I definitely want the, I, I definitely want to understand about the internal stuff. Is it because you see how Japanese women are dressed so... I mean, this is not even just for the women, it's for the guys too. They are dressed mm. really, really well. And I get yes, stressed so yes, much. Yes. I was talking to my other friends about this who studied exchange as well. And we were saying how each other, we used to dress like crap when we went to uni <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in Australia. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you go, oh my gosh, like I can't dress like crap anymore. I actually have to look good. And like I started getting used to putting in effort. Do you remember that one time where we went to like the cafe and I was like full on wearing a dress? Yeah. I would never do that in Australia <laughs> just for uni because it takes me a full hour to get there. But even to like walking to the convenience store, I would try to look decent. Like, really? Because like obviously I'm going to be wearing pajamas. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. But I feel like if I was in Australia, I could wear like my pajamas to like the grocery shop or like not wear a bra or something walking around like and stuff outside in Australia. I don't think I could do that in Japan. Yeah. Or like wear low cut stuff or like a single, it's, you know, I can't do that in Japan <laughs> without getting. Japan is just yeah. too fancy, basically. Uh, also in Niigata, maybe slightly more conservative. Oh. Friend was telling me how she couldn't wear like short skirts and like without her friends and parents around her telling her. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, actually, now that you mentioned, because like in Malaysia, a lot of, it's so hot. It's so hot. That girls yeah, wear a it's lot. Hot. Of, <laughs> girls wear a lot of short pants, like literally short pants. And then I don't think I've ever seen that in Japan. No matter how hot it is or how cold it is, people yes. always somehow wear like for, for girls. They always somehow wear dresses, and I'm like, how? Why? Like how is like <laughs> how I can kind of like you know it's not that hard. But then why? Why would you do this? Why? Because of like the beauty standard is like you need to be really skinny and have like. Really really slim legs so yeah. all of girls feel self-conscious if they wear tight clothing or 
or re like revealing clothing. So they'll just wear dresses because it's just cute. It covers up and it's comfortable. Like, <laughs> But no one really wears jeans or like skinny jeans or short shorts or, you know, in yeah, the actually, no, Not really. Now that you mentioned, a lot of people just wear, yeah. Oh my God, Baggy, loose. But that's also part of the style. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the style recently is more baggy. Even for guys, guys has been wearing like a lot of more get baggy. I feel like my fashion sense right now is like going towards Japanese style. I've been branching out. Oh, really? I mean, <laughs> like I wear more button-up clothes than I wear t-shirts. I love buttons up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> then I definitely wear more button-up shirts right now, and I'm trying to cut off. Like definitely, I'm I'm gonna have like some t-shirts, like you know. I'm still, I'm yeah. still like you know, deep down, still Malaysian. I need my, I need my t-shirts, and I do believe like <laughs> Japanese people also wear t-shirts. But yeah, I definitely need change more because now that you're working, you really realize you don't really wear that much clothes. You only wear like a few, and then so that few has to be good, and you have the money to buy clothes yeah, yeah, yeah. that you know you like and it's better so, quality. So besides like just like the fashion, like all the stress of like having to wear like you know be good. Is there anything else that, you know, change, like you got like a reverse culture shock about? Oh, yeah. I missed how orderly and convenient everything oh. was. That was reverse culture shock. And how well-mannered people were in public. Like they're quiet, you know, they're trying not to inconvenience other people. Like they're always very mindful. Like I always is very mindful of people in Australia like, growing up. Yeah. And there's always be some view that, you know, anyway. So... <laughs> I missed that and the silence too, the quiet, the amount of noise and stuff. And now that you mentioned convenience store, in Japan and also in Malaysia, we have like 7-Eleven. I think that also exists in Australia too. Not the same way. Yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah not in the same way. It's so different. Like, it's I don't so know why. 7-Eleven in Japan, it's like, oh, it's a clean place. It's like a very, like, you know, it's a very convenient. It's, a, it's literally in the name. It's convenient. But then yeah. in Malaysia, it's just like, I don't know why. It's just like, it always has this like a very dirty image for me. Like kind of a bit run down, kind of like you never know, like maybe some like drug, like, you know. Same in Australia. Yeah, it's like what what <laughs> is happening? Maybe some like weird thing is happening like in the bag or something. Like it's like, oh shit, am I, am I, am I, should I, should I risk it? Should I risk like going there and buy it? Oh, really? Like, it kind of, it feels like that, but then obviously it's like not that, it's not that bad. It's okay. just like, it's just normal. It's very normal. It's very normal, but then just like the the outlook of it, it feels like a little bit sketchy. Because okay. in, in Malaysia, we, we, we yeah. have like a, a small grocery store. Like, yeah. so we have like a, just a, your normal market where like, you know, where you supermarket. And also we have like a mini market. Mm. So instead of going to 7-Eleven, we go to mini markets. So mini markets are more like, we I know them more. And 7-Eleven is just like a different world for me back in <laughs> Malaysia. So think like one of the things that I gotten so used to was like the small little tray in Japan where you put the money in. Oh yes. I missed that. Like I when I went back to like Malaysia and I was like Why? Because I don't know where I don't know where to put the money on the on, on like you know what? Uh, that is convenient. Yeah, Especially it's like, for the person, the cashier. Just yeah, pick yeah. it up. They don't have to do the awkward like and then the girl like the coins get warm from being held in the hand. Yeah, yeah. I'm a cashier at Audi supermarkets. Yeah. You know Audi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I know Audi because I, I think I've seen it in in Germany, <laughs> not in Australia. <laughs> I worked at Audi's. I was like working in the supermarket. Yeah, I remember this like one thing. I was like taking out the cash, mm -hmm. like when I was in Mal like a Malaysian airport, yeah. and I was like 
I took out my money. I was like, wait, where's the tray? Where's the tray? And <laughs> I, I literally like for f- like 10 seconds, I was just like looking for the tray. I was like, oh, wait, I'm in Malaysia. Oh, Shit. Wow. And I was like, should I have to put it? Where did I put it? <laughs> I have to put it. Like, do, I, do I give it to her? Or do I put it on the, <laughs> on the table? Or like, so what the F do I do? So I like literally just stand there and it's just like a dollar. Yeah. yeah it's just like a dollar it's not like it's not, it's not like i'm paying like ten thousand but it felt like i was paying like ten thousand dollars or something because i was like shit where, where the fuck do i put this money and so in the end i was like took it up and i just like placed it very slowly on the table and just like pushed it <laughs> <laughs> pushed it you in sound so sus yeah just like kind of pushed it in and then she also was like it was a girl and she was like she looked at me and says like what the fuck is this person doing and then she's <laughs> like she's just like very normally just like cat like just take the money like just like slide the money and just like did it and just gave me my change and i was like shit. hurry up shit. and i was like shit this change shit and i was like in japan the the plates are they're built so that you can take the coins easily but then oh. if you put it on the table you have to slide everything up because you can't take it. It's very hard to take from the table. So you have to slide the coins into your hands. I was like, yeah. shit, shit, I'm, I'm not and used to this. you need two free hands. You can't just have one hand to slide it all. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. I was like, it's such a struggle. Like, shit, oh, oh, shit. And I was like, yeah, take it in. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go. <laughs> it's the small things. It's it the small is. things like that that really get me. Oh, one thing that got me was I have this habit of just bowing my head now. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still get it sometimes. I, I remember when I came back and I just like bowed to on people on the road, like when they let me pass, instead of doing my usual like, oh, thanks. Hey. This is what I did back in Australia. I put uh-huh. my hand up. I just nodded my head like. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> and even when I was greeting like my family or like, uh-huh. like my relatives, like, uh, um, yeah, yeah. I'd just be like, Hey. Bow my head. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, like, it was just so strange. <laughs> but I used to it. Instead of doing the bowing thing in Malaysia, like for guys, we do like the whole, like, like we just, like, kind of, right? yeah, the up, the up thing. I don't know what it's chin called. Up. Yeah, the chin up. It's like, I don't know why it's like you're doing the thing and then you see like a guy that, oh, hey, like, uh, you don't even talk. Yeah. But then, like, I don't think I can do that anymore. It's just like, it's like, oh, okay. I just like do the bow. Like, yeah. Instead of going out, I just go down now. <laughs> I I think with masks now, more people are doing it. Like when I go onto the bus, uh-huh. I just like nod to the bus driver. Oh, so finally the bowing thing makes sense. You've been training right. for you've been training for all the, <laughs> like just for this. Japan was right all along. Yeah, but the, at least the head bowing thing makes sense with the mask. If without the mask, it just doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah. In in Australia, I think you just have to live with mask your whole life. I guess. Do you do you think you can live with that? Like because I definitely, if I can, I definitely would want to wear masks when I'm like in like in Malaysia. Like, no, no, not in Malaysia. Like in Japan, like when I'm at work or something like that. I do think I want to wear masks sometimes, not all the time, because I can cover up my face and like people don't have to look at my face, or I just don't need it. Does it doesn't? It's not like because I'm super good looking or something, anything. But it's just like it sometimes feels nice. Conscious. Yeah, yeah. It's just like sometimes feels nice to just like wear your mask. It's just like. I know. I feel the same way as well. Like, sometimes you just don't want to worry about, like, have those thoughts in your mind. Although you're not actually worrying it, sometimes, like, I kind of just have self-conscious thoughts. Yeah. So when you wear a mask, it completely stops that. 
Yeah, he's just yeah, like, I don't need to, I don't need to, wait, did, did I shave? Oh, wait, did I do this? Oh, shit, I didn't, oh, shit, it's like, like, the, oh, do you have to shave for work? Yeah, I do. Like, this is, this oh, is, this really? is out. This is like, I mean, people who are listening to the podcast can't, can't see it, but this is kind of out. And, but then because of mass, I don't have to shave. So, yay. <laughs> yay. Yeah. So, oh, sucks that you have to shave every day i would hate it if i had to shave every day yeah i mean that's actually a thing where japanese people would because they would hate shaving and then recently i'll, I'll talk to, about about this like in a, a while but japanese people actually do get rid of the beard they do treatment for oh, that. like laser hair oh, yeah, yeah 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 laser hair removal i think it's like also a thing like in some parts of the world but japanese people wants like a lot of japanese guys wants to do it and i don't blame them because it's annoying to shave your beard if you have a good beard it's fine but then like mm. you can't grow anything to a point where it becomes a beard because everyone's just like why are you doing this you can't do this this is like you know you're not being you're no not one's like, gonna you know. allow you mid-beard I mean, it's fine if they laugh, but then they would get mad. They're just like, you're being disrespectful. Yeah, because you're not showing them like cleanliness because Japan is so big of, I mean, back to uh, going back to like the whole fashion thing. Japan is all about like cleanliness. You need to look like a certain way for like business, for like working. Having a beard or like a mustache is like the no-no. Interesting. Yeah, so you have to shave. And so a lot of Japanese guys that I know about, they they definitely want to go like go through like the whole laser thing. And recently, like not recently, like I think a few months ago uh, on YouTube, like there was like a lot of, you know, we get like a lot of ads from YouTube. If you're in Japan, there's like this weird type of ads that's so stupid but it's so fun to watch so it's like they do like an anime scene let's say uh it's like oh like this one guy it's like oh i don't have any confidence i don't want to do this and then suddenly one day i want to impress this girl but i i'm so i lack confidence so i'm i'm just gonna consult my hot friend who suddenly turned hot a few years back and then when they consult it's like oh how did you become so hot and then the, the hot friend the hot friend is just like oh i used this product that removes all of my hair and that's why i have so much girls and i'm so popular and oh I was my like, god yeah that's so funny <laughs> it's so funny like sometimes i just tired i don't watch it but then sometimes you don't watch it because of the ad sometimes you just watch it because you want to know what's the ending is gonna be like i know what the ending is uh-huh. gonna be it's like oh i definitely know you're gonna be like become a popular person but i want to know i want to see if you definitely become a popular person so like Japan is like so on to like you know hair removal on the hands for guys too, for like just hair removal like everywhere basically. They are saying like uh, on advertisement. So when you see the screen, they do like oh it's a study where when they ask like people in Shinjuku like out of like seventy percent of females don't like it when guys have like a like a beard or like not even a beard like not even like any hair. It's just like when you have like this uh, green stuff. Because once uh, when we shave, that's like obviously that's like, a I don't know. It's not like a stubble. It's not shadow? a stubble. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. So once you shave, you definitely. For it. Yeah, I yeah. forgot. But you definitely have like this like greenish thing on your skin. Yeah. So like according to their study, around 70% of women don't like that. And like even with like. They didn't target people's like self esteem. Yeah, definitely. Didn't like, I didn't like the way they went about yeah. that. But then, so with the whole screen, they would write very small. This is like, this research is not really conducted. Kind of like, this is not like a a proper research, kind of like that. Yeah. So they would write that. Yeah, so, but it's like funny. And then I would just like watch it and I was like, oh, yeah. 
<laughs> cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Just like, and I was just like, reach out. Like, they even do that for a lot of like, uh, how to invest. And they were just like, the one that I recently, I just saw like before the whole podcast was, there's this mm-hmm. woman, they recently got their third child. The woman was like, we can't really survive with just like the husband's pay. So I probably need to get a job. So she got a job, the manager from like her part-time job was terrible just like being very rude like just like very like invades her privacy and everything and she's like one day she goes out and meet her friends because she's so stressed and she's like oh i'm so stressed my manager is such a stupid asshole and then just doesn't do this and always do this and i'm thinking about like quitting and so oh yeah like what about you i I heard you're doing a job and the friend is like oh yeah but i quit the job months ago and he's like, oh, wait, then how are you surviving? How do you get money? He's like, oh, but I already got like a lot of money from like this Does this thing. sound like a pyramid scheme? Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> and say, like, oh, I'm doing something like this. And then, yeah, you should try it too. And then she was like, oh, can I do this? Is it, pro- is it real? Is it new? And then they just go into like the whole, it's like such a weird thing. It's like an anime scene and then suddenly they go into real like advertisement. And then yeah, this, this is the sun- beginning of a scam. Yeah, and then they suddenly switch back into. They always also they always like to like. Oh yeah, this is not only just like uh like normal people are using like this celebrity and also like a lot of people, a lot of celebrities are also doing this. You should do it too. And then at the end, they also show like, oh, yeah, like I did this, and then that manager got fired from the job because she did this, and then yeah, I'm living my life happily, and you know, so it's like it's just fun to watch. It's like a breather. It's like yeah. you're, you're watching your YouTube chat, YouTube videos and then suddenly like this pops up. You're like, mm, yeah, it's anime. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. J- Japan knows that anime is where it's at for advertising. <laughs> yes. It's the way to get people to watch stuff. So yeah, going back to the topic. We, we, we sidetrack so, so much. So, but I mean, I love it. I love it. So that I think this is like the last question. If you were given a chance, would you want to go to a different country and work there? And oh, I totally would. Yeah, you... I totally would do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Sorry about that. No, it's so nice. <laughs> she, she brings you water. like <laughs> Hot water. At least she like... does that because like my mom always is, my mom would just like, hey, you haven't drank water in a while. Go drink. And then, yeah. She does that because she doesn't want to waste. And she, I guess she, I should just she, cook water. She to uh, cook, yeah, a lot. It is nice she comes and mm-hmm. just randomly come into my room sometimes and be like, "You want water? Hot water?" <laughs> uh, or just like help me with this or what are you doing kind of thing. And you know, yeah. she 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 wants to talk to her her, her daughter. Makes sense. Mm. Makes sense. Yeah. I do that too sometimes as well. I'm just going to know her like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, because like you're I'm, watching. Yeah, I'm I'm bored. Entertain yeah. me, mom. Entertain me, mom. <laughs> Wait, so, oh, yeah. <laughs> Going back to the whole time. Like, if given the chance, do you want to work abroad? I guess. Definitely. Yeah, I totally would. Because I guess I just want that experience again. Like, like Japanese experience? Not necessarily. It kind of feels like, like a bit of a fresh start. Not um, going to lie, it's, yeah, it kind of is a bit of an escape or a fresh start. Mm. But it puts me in a different mindset to just, I don't know, challenge new things mm. in like a new place. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. For people listening to podcasts, <laughs> now I sound like a real podcaster, but for for people <laughs> listening to like the whole... You are. Like, yeah, I am. 
hopefully. Uh, for people listening to the podcast, who would you recommend? But if you are doing this for a different reason, then you should not. Mm. Do you have like a like you know you've you've definitely studied abroad, so what do, what do you think? Like, ah, uh, well, there are probably so many different reasons out there. Yeah, that people are abroad for. So mm-hmm. I don't think I could cover them all. Yeah, yeah, don't need to. That, And like, I mean, that's why we have different guests. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But just from your your perspective, just what you, what uh, from your experiences, if you're going for this, like you know, definitely don't do this because of like what reason do you have? Oh, okay, yeah, it's easier to say what not. Yeah. To do. Yeah, yeah. Actually, just what not to. I think like it's great to keep an like an open mind to new mm. things, especially because they're foreign. And like at first, you might not understand them, but it's at least like good to try and understand them. And also trying into like interacting with people that are locally, like that are locals themselves. And mm-hmm. if you can't speak the language, like start you know, <laughs> start from small. Start from small, like someone who can speak both your language and their language and you can kind of help each other along the way. Mm-hmm. And then if you already can speak the language, language, well, that's great. Like go out there and like make friends. And, and if you're shy, then that's like another challenge to yourself. Like it's really a good chance to improve yourself. Uh, I would say what not to do is to just hang out with people that are from your own culture instead <laughs> of looking out. Because I think it's a bit of a waste of an opportunity. You can go do that back home. Yeah, it's true. And also add on making friends. It's great to make all of like all ages, not just like unions. Like try to talk to mums or like you know, office workers and stuff. People from different walks of life, and that gives you like the greater yeah, perspective. True. Wait, did you have that chance to do that? Because as a uni, I had. Uni- Uni person, it's so hard to be able to like you know get in touch with people from all walks of life. It's because the people you're definitely gonna get in touch with a lot is definitely uni people. I had my I stumbled across this like random host family thing, and I was like lucky to get into it, and like I hit it off with them really well. And she's like the mother host mother. She uh-huh. asked me to like babysit her kids. Oh, I think yeah. you. I remember, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I was babysitting her kids, like her two daughters, the one in middle school, and like, sorry, I think she was, yeah, middle school heading on to high school, and then her youngest one was in like, like elementary school, Mm -hmm. elementary grade. So it was like I could talk, I could hang out with them without their parents. Uh We got us to hang out them with their parents, and I can hang out with her mother. Uh We got along very well, Uh and she talked to me like. We just chat about so many things, and like, she even told me about like things, her perspective on what it was like being like a mother and a wife, and like oh, trying yeah. to be her own like woman as well, like mm. a, trying to yeah, that was like really interesting because I never saw like mm. that kind of side of life. Mm. So you got like kind of like a life advice, basically. Oh, like not life advice. She was just telling me about her life, like mm. her story, oh. and. She even invited me to like a lunch with her friends, so I got oh. to hang out and like talk with her friends and stuff. Wow. And they, they were also mothers. Like, I mean, with this podcast, definitely like one of the things I want to do is everyone lives their own life, and I feel like everyone like, oh, why would you want to talk to me? I have nothing to share. I'm like, no, you have a lot of yeah. things to share. Like, yeah, you definitely have a lot of things to share. You're living your life, and uh, I feel like it just 
it takes like a certain person or like a certain question to get you talking. So, yeah, I mean, definitely like uh, one thing you can expect is with this podcast, I definitely want to get a lot of more people to come on. And if you're listening to this and like you know me personally, just like, you know, hit me up and just say, hey, I listen to your podcast and yeah, I want to be on. I would just, I would be happy to have anyone on. Do it. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> I mean, just talk to me. And then there's obviously the topic of just being like abroad. So if you match that, definitely come on. If you don't match that for now, I mean, you could do two, two things. First of all, like go study abroad or go work abroad. <laughs> or, or you can wait for me when I do like a different topic. Because at least for a year, I'm going to be focusing more on like abroad, like uh, studying abroad because... One of my goals is to reunite with a lot of people that I met in uni. Who's to say if like this podcast does really well and after doing this for a year, I will definitely rest. I definitely do need to rest. I, I don't think <laughs> I will I will pause for like, let's say like around three months or six, uh, or six months or something. And then from there, if I still, en- I mean, I definitely enjoy talking to everyone. So maybe I would like do like a different topic and then, go on with it maybe i don't know who know who knows you know who knows what the future holds and yeah i think like that's it for this episode <laughs> thank you belinda for being the guest for this two episodes that were supposed to be one but it became two so great for me <laughs> I, I thank I, you for having me yeah so yeah and also thank you for all the listeners who are listening to this so this is abroad madness this is your host tam And thank you and have a good day, night, whatever you are. Bye. Bye -bye. (laughs) Bye-bye.